Disclaimer. The hosts of this podcast, Timothy Patrick and Will Foley, are by no means medical professionals. However, having lived experience with mental illness themselves, they have gained useful perspectives on common mental health issues that some of us struggle to overcome on a daily basis. By sharing their stories, they hope to create connection. By creating connection, they hope to help you find your purpose. And through purpose, we can all begin to build the foundations for positive mental health. This is Above Ground Podcast. Are you ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit? Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Above Ground Podcast. Above Ground Podcast, because you can't serve below that's right you know who that is you down with tpp yeah you know me what's up timmy how we doing this week buddy doing all right well how are you dude every time you say that i don't i don't know man i i just don't feel the energy man i'm not you know if you saw me i'm doing like I, i'm i'm kind of like doing like <laughs> gym, aerial backflips in my room it's just you just can't tell you know, I just, but, you know, I'm looking for David those... Lee Roth at the, you know, I'm looking for David Lee Roth in like the <laughs> yeah. 70s jumping off of speakers and shit, man. Let me, let me grab my sock. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are on Zoom again, which means we are having another above ground conversation and we have an awesome one this evening. Uh, this gentleman is, uh, fuck, he's, he's all kinds of stuff, man. He's a crisis counselor. He is a speaker, a storyteller, a producer, and a trainer, and we are happy to have Sean Wellington with us this evening, and I am stoked to speak to the bald and bold man himself, (laughs) and I'm just wondering, dude, can I join that club? Totally, man. (laughs) I don't think you have much of a choice, bro. (laughs) It's good to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Sean. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, first thank you for doing this, man. I first thing I gotta first thing I just wanna ask is how are you? How are you doing these days, man? I am, I suppose, doing and, and I always try to avoid cliche answers, but in sometimes the, the only thing I can think of is I'm doing the best I can, obviously. And I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm staying very engaged. I presumably we'll talk a little bit about some of the stuff that I do and that's helping me, uh, uh, stay connected, still anchored, but I have many a dark moment brothers. So, um, you know, I just do whatever I can to, I don't know, embrace that or skate around it. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. Man. Embrace it. Absolutely. Embrace it. Um, yeah, not freak suck, out man. and know, yeah, it'll, it'll pass the stuff that if people say to me, I'm like, don't give me these platitudes, please. But they're platitudes sometimes for a reason, I suppose, you know? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So that's Dude, it. I'm I, all right. I'm it. glad I'm... I am legitimately glad to be here. I like talking about this stuff and um, supporting each other, you know? I, I, Excellent. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yes, yeah, actually, Will, Sean is our, our, um, our, our non, um, non-licensed struggle buddy. He's our third struggle buddy to the, yeah. to the group. Yeah, I like it. I, I'm I love glad, that. Man. Idea, welcome, man. Welcome to the boss, man. Yeah. <laughs> Struggle buddies. I'm getting the domain. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Struggle buddies.com or whatever it is. It's, yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> 
Uh, Sean, first thing I wanted to ask you about is, is about your podcast, Suicide yep. Noted. Tim was a yep. guest on it. Um, yep. And I, when I listened to Tim's episode and you guys were chatting, uh, I, I know that you don't really like to talk about yourself during that podcast because you want people to hear other people's stories. But I, our listeners are interested in your story. Sure. So how did this all come about? Did you, did you have an attempt? Did you, mm-hmm. do you struggle with the ideation? Are you, how are you doing with that? And, and yeah. tell us a little bit yeah. about how this happened, man. Well, uh, uh, I will say this. So I lost uh, my best friend, uh, late nineties cop, New York city bullet in the head. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Um, and that was okay. It's as weird as it sounds, you know, in your twenties, it's a loss. It's a hard loss, but your life goes on, right? You have no choice and you do what you need to do. Uh, at least that's how it was for me. It's always been the way it is for me too. Yeah. And what I share with people sometimes when it comes up and when I'm asked is his struggle never made it. I never judged it, but it never only until I started to ideate in my life and not want to be here anymore. There was truly an aha moment where I thought, holy fuck, that last day I saw him on the top of my driveway. Maybe he was feeling like I've been feeling. Maybe. I don't know how he was feeling. And I'm, and it just changed everything to know, you know, cause you don't know it unless you're in it. You can't know this stuff, I don't think. No, and I we we talk about this quite a bit that <laughs> I you don't understand the pit and the darkness until you until you're in it. And, totally. and you don't understand the the concept of it and you can't right. grasp it. Right. And so it makes me think the work you do, the stuff I do, you know, I think it's good stuff, but sometimes I wonder who the audience is and the people that the people that need to hear it, maybe can they get it? And the people that get it already get it. And I, and I, and I think the work's important and to still do it, but I do ask myself that question sometimes. Oh, we um, ask ourselves the same question. You know, <laughs> yes, um, we do. <laughs> and just to be clear, I'm really sensitive about, I never presume I know what anyone's going through, but you get a little bit of a sense of it when you are in that blackness, right? Yes, That's how it I is. Agree. I agree. I agree 100%. When I, when I, and this, that was over years, it was sort of in and out, in and out. I had some health problems, shit wasn't working out, this and that and the other. And for me, it was, I I don't, I never tried, by the way, you would ask that question. I've never tried. I think I've done some of the slower suicide, we might call it, the drugs, the drinking, the risky behavior. Sure. But, but never the bridge, the gun, the, the noose. And that's different. That is a different thing. Absolutely. And, and for me, myself, I, I found myself putting a plan together, Yeah, but I did not execute that plan. And I found myself having more questions and more things to add to that plan rather than actually fulfilling the, the, the mandate of that plan. Yeah. There's something for me that was um, comforting in a weird way to know that was an option. I could get out of this mess, this pain, but I didn't do it. And I don't think I was ever that close. Uh, I never, I, I, you know, I, I don't know what your plan looked like. My plan was never more than serious consideration. Um, yeah, my but plan that's still was, dangerously close. I was, I was just going to say method, that. 
I had the method already set, except I would not have completed because the method would not have worked. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was going to um, be going to sleep in my car, but I don't think it would have happened. Yeah. And um, yeah, well, I, you know, here to, to, to hopefully never sound trite, but I say this to my guests, glad it didn't work out, bro. Thank you, man. Thank I'm you. glad it didn't work out. I, I hope you're okay. It doesn't mean you're okay, but I kind of still want you to be here. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. And, and true this is that, you know, I, the ideations there, the thing is, is that you don't understand it's an option until it becomes an option. Yeah. And that option is never off the table after you've touched it. Right. Yet you don't want to touch it because you know, it's, you know, it's, it's like an alcoholic with an alcoholic that needs to just have total sobriety that knows yeah. he can't have one drink. Yeah. So it's, and it's, you know, and unfortunately my mother's attempted twice. So I have mm. serious mental illness in my family and mm -hmm. I've lived mm -hmm. with depression since I was nine years old. So, and it was not, it was undiagnosed at that point. I mean, yeah. I didn't get diagnosed with major depressive disorder until 2006. Wow. Yeah. But and you got a lot, you got a lot of the boxes checked. Risk, oh, I, risk, 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 oh, risk. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely, man. That's, you know, and Tim and I have been friends a long time and that's kind of how we found each other again was through all these struggles. Yeah. That's an, that's, yeah. A, that's a pretty cool bond. Yeah, yeah it was, it is, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. A, that's how you build your struggle buddy list, man. You, right. you, know, you, you yeah. take the struggle no, yeah. at the end. You're... And there's still so many people, uh, but I think maybe more men, I don't have data on this, who just aren't willing to... I don't like the way I frame that, but they're not there yet. They're not there. Maybe they'll never be there. I want to struggle, buddy. You don't have to use those words, but I'm going to do this on my own. And yeah. uh, I don't think that typically works, but, you know, you do what you've got to do. Absolutely. Right. I, 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 you know, I think, I think that um, I just, I would like to have, you know, it be said that that, it's it's not like um, we're not saying that that's wrong or negative or, or positive either. But I think that mindset of of I'm going to do this myself is just is just uh, not conducive. It's not it's not realistic. Right. You know, to the situation, because it's like, you know, we're all kind of in that same boat, whether you know what I mean, whether you struggle every day or every week or whatever. So it's like, you know we all have that that same thought when we walk into the room that oh man you know these people are going to judge me and they're looking at me or whatever it's like if we can get past that and just you know open up to have a conversation and see hey guess you know guess what you know i i feel that way too and and like will said how are you really doing like how are you really doing and then have somebody be like wow you know this this guy's really asking me how i'm doing yeah you know but we feel that way for reasons they're not made up people oh, no, I, yeah. this is always just what i believe i'm not representing anything or any organization people don't share because people act like fucking idiots around them too often and they do say <laughs> stupid shit and they shut their, it's not like out of nowhere where we're just making this shit up it's oh yeah no. understandable and i just uh, that to me is i get it and one thing i'd like to see different and you know hey is for me, reaching out and trying to get that help is such a no bullshit sign of strength. Yes, and agree. Me, I agree. This for me, the opposite of weakness. I'm not suggesting you trying to do it on your own is weak. I'm not at all. What I am saying is reaching out and being vulnerable for both yourself and others 
There's nothing stronger than that in the fucking world. Period. I agree. Well, that's kind of why we came to this. And that's kind of why we do this because we both struggle. So if we're going to struggle, we might as well help somebody at least normalize that conversation to say, well, if you're struggling, then you, we know how you're feeling because we're there, man. We know. And at the same time, you're going to talk. Yeah. At the same time, for me, at least, I didn't know like this stuff existed. I didn't Mm. know that there was like this mental health community or, or DBT or CBT or just, you know, I didn't know any of these different avenues that can possibly help people. So it's Mm. like, it's almost like, I want to be like, look, man, there's, there's, you know, there's podcasts, there's this, there's, there is some help out here. You just got to, you know, be willing to look and be willing to, you know, give it a shot. Yep. That's, that's what led me to podcasting. Yeah. When I was going through my struggles, I I was home. I was, uh, I used to work with Tim actually. Um, And while I was, I got hurt in a car accident. My spine's all out of whack. I've had surgery Mm -hmm. on my neck and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I went through a really, really dark time with no work, no money. Like we just bought a house. Like I had all kinds of life circumstances going on. I had a one and a half year old kid at the time. Mm And I got to a point where I looked in the mirror after we had our Christmas pictures done in 2012. And when we got home from doing that, I looked in the mirror and said, if I can do this soon, she will not have to grow up with the memory of me and she will be able to move on. Yes. Because at that time, I just didn't think I was capable of anything. Mm. So it's like, but again, you know, you're when you're in that dark place, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot different than when you can look at it a f- five, six years down the line. Absolutely. And I wouldn't change anything for the world, man. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have this if it wasn't for that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to just throw it out there. You're probably a decent dad too. Uh, I, they say I'm a decent dad. <laughs> that doesn't, that will, that doesn't suck. <laughs> no, it doesn't suck, man. Doesn't that suck. doesn't suck. No, nah, she's almost 10 years old. It's awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Sean could continue kind of where we're yeah. in the, yeah, dude, where you sorry. Kind of we get kind of, no, no, of naturally going to tangent because like you said earlier, I mean, we could probably talk about this stuff forever. I don't think people want to hear a podcast forever, but that's <laughs> that you and your editing can figure that shit out. <laughs> I certainly have spent many an hour trying to do that myself. Uh, I never was shy about talking about it when I had the space writing, uh, performing or whatever, whatever it looked like. And I don't really remember the exact moment because I'm going to get to the actual podcast where I said, I have this idea, but what got clearer for me, particularly, and this is only a few years ago when I was really down, I was really, really down was, um, I wanted to do a podcast in which as best I could, I wanted to speak with people the way I want people to speak with me. That's really what it was kind of about. Like, let, and it's not the exact same thing because, uh, you know, as Tim knows, I spoke with him. It's an interview. So it's not exactly the same thing as chatting at the coffee shop. But the, the idea of not doing and saying all these things that inadvertently just invalidate people or make them feel like shit and all this. So that was like, all right, let me just do that. Like, why can't I just do that? And it actually took me right. a long time to figure out. And the technology was available. It just, sometimes that permission thing takes a while. Absolutely. And I don't, I think, and it was during the um, 
towards the beginning of the lockdown. I'm like, it's you know, not to be dramatic, but now or never, baby. And um, and I just fell into it. You know, I learned I, these days. It's pretty easy to learn some of this stuff. Garage Band, right? Absolutely. That's what we're stuff, using. It becomes easier. The mics are USB and all this shit. And I just started doing it, and it was very quickly clear. Like I'm in my lane. Got a lot to got a lot to improve. Listen to my interviews, and most of the time, I'm thinking, Sean, shut up, shut up, Sean. You, you're doing <laughs> it again, Sean. <laughs> you know, but I think they're great, man. I, I actually, I was telling Will just today. I'm like, you know, he asked because I've I well, I've only listened to like three or four, but. I feel like you ask like such good questions and you're just, you know, you actually do, you may not think so, but you do kind of make it like a, a hanging out in a coffee shop and, and a yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. I try, I just keep it real. And I think yeah. it helps, truly helps that I am, I am very curious. So I, it's just kind of easy. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm so curious about what you went through. Uh, this is not me back padding at all. I think I have a lot to improve. I just enjoy it. And I hate to say in a weird way, I'm enjoying someone else's pain, but it's not that. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying the opportunity to share these experience of what it is to be alive. And sometimes that's really fucking hard and that's okay. And let's talk. Dude, Perfect. That is awesome. And you know what, when you, you said interview, mm-hmm. I look at interview as I-N-N-E-R. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. interview it's an interview because you really are and like what we try to do is we try to just get inside the, the yeah. whole idea but i curiosity must have run through you forever because five continents if i wrote yes. that down right <laughs> yeah it took you, you you did your little homework i it's funny i don't do homework on my guests at all i think i told tim that i'm like i don't want to know anything but I only, i'm a curious guy too but i wanted to know because yeah. I also feel that if if I if I've done some of the homework, it puts people at ease. Also, sure, uh, but yeah, I was a, an English as a second language teacher, and that per, for for many you can go abroad, you can get a teaching gig. So that was one of the things I did uh, at different points in my life. And so yeah, and yeah, curious, sure, uh, that that they go hand in hand. And what I gleaned from that and I loved mm-hmm. is that it, it taught you that pain is universal. Yeah. It took you five continents back and forth to learn yeah. that pain is universal, man. Human, man. Yeah. It does. It transcends everything. That is it so does. awesome. It's we're human. It's awesome. Some of it's fucking hard. <laughs> right. Right. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but absolutely. Just, but, yeah. But like, just, believe me, you know, there's no country where they're like, ah, oh, no, everything's good. we're good yeah that's because anyway if that if that did exist a lot of people would be going there and then very (laughs) be like everywhere else so it's never about to say that yep yeah the human condition would outrun all the good things that it would do yeah Yeah. dystopia doesn't work for anybody (laughs) (laughs) was there was there a um uh, one spot, one country that that kind of sticks out in your mind that was very um, just comfortable for you, like you really liked it. Um, they were all, and you know, they all had their things. I was in my twenties. I was in Japan. Uh, I did some traveling, but took a while off, and then went to Saudi Arabia and then Argentina. And really, they were all so different from each other, as you might. <laughs> I can imagine. I was also at different uh, times in my life, so 
in their own way, they were all pretty cool and also hard in some ways. You know, uh, they're just, it's not always easy. You know, when you're, you know, the first week or two, sure. Uh, but then you realize, all right, I've, I've got a job and I've got to, you know, do things like normal things, like everyday things. And you're like, all right. The thing that I learned maybe later than many others is, oh, it really doesn't matter where you go. You're, you're there. Everything about you and all your stuff is not going to be left behind. Try, try it. Go for it. <laughs> you can't outrun it, man. You can't, you can't outrun, outrun it. it. You always got to go back to where you start. And, and so I, is. yeah. And I just, that kept happening over and over. And I finally, it got a little clearer, like, okay, it, it, I can keep going to these places, but there better be a good why behind it. <laughs> if it's just not to be in this place, that's probably not for me now the right reason. So what is your reason now? Like, what is your reason now, man? I mean, a lot, a lot. Uh, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> that's a tough one, right? That is a tough one. I wish I had that answer where like, you know, like these good public speakers, they can just nail that, right? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, because they've rehearsed it. That's because they've yeah. rehearsed it for... They've been doing it 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm figuring that out. I think this work... Uh, the work that I do, the projects that I'm a part of is, it feels like that, I'll, that I'm moving more in that direction. You know, I've been teaching more than any other thing in my life. That's always going to be there. Um, it's what I like to do. And I'm just figuring, but guys, I'm single. I have no kids. I don't have a particularly close relationship with my family. I have a lot of fractured friendships. Um, so that's pain. That's pain. That's not easy. And no, so not. I say that only to be like, you know, and so it, the struggle's there and there's no guarantees, man. So I just. Un unfortunately, we don't wear the, the white shirts where it says lonely on it or right. hurt. You yeah. Know, so we, so right. we don't and know. I, think, I also think some people might think a couple of, uh, oh, you're doing a podcast and you've got this other project and you're so active and you see, and da, 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 da. So you must be this other thing. And I'm like, don't make that assumption that because I do that and <laughs> sure, sure. There are some people who are bedridden and they probably couldn't do a podcast just physically. Right. Sure. Or other, so no, that isn't me. Fortunately, that's not me, but don't, don't think that. <laughs> I know. Right. Not a lot of, <laughs> it's, I'm doing the work while, you know, the struggle and there's a, you're right. Tim nailed it. There's a lot of loneliness. There's a lot of, um, I don't know if the words regret, but I don't know. Pain. Well, dude, you, I think you said loneliness doesn't stain your fingers and it doesn't make your breath smell, man. So not like smoking wait, cigarettes. Wait, when, that sounds familiar. I did say that, didn't I? Yeah, you did, dude. It was on, your, it was on one of your reels. Because I, I like... I, oh, I you, you've really done your work, Will. Yes, I have, dude. Because yes, That I, was a thing that, that, that was related to me and I was uh, related to speaking, of which I was starting to get some traction before the lockdown. So that sucks. But yeah, that was about specifically about loneliness. You're right. And it's really hard to tell. Dude. And I'm not trying to put, make you uncomfortable. No, no. Like, I, I, I literally like, I really enjoy learning about this and like, I'm, I genuinely do this from a connection standpoint. Yeah. Like, everything that I do is about connection. I still mm -hmm. play, I play music. That's connection. I, you yeah. know, Tim and I do the podcast. It's still connection. We, Tim and I are actually, 
co-facilitating a peer group and we're starting another one. So nice. we're like, yeah, so it's all about connection. And yeah. I, I know about loneliness. Yeah. And, and Ooh, we yeah. all do. Yeah. On the other side, on the other side, though, at least for me, one of my, I I've been able to connect the dots enough to where um, one of my, I guess, triggers, if you want to call it, is is overwhelmed. You know, being being overwhelmed and being rushed to different places, I, I, it, it gets to me, and and if I ignore it, it will blow up right in my face. So yeah. I got to be, I got to be mindful of that for sure. Overwhelm, yeah, and that's for so, me. That's yeah. so easy these days. It's an even now, like it's sure every very busy world, I and mean, it is a little busier than it was. 30 years ago, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's not oh, just we're busy. old guys now and I romanticizing the past. It was a little bit different. <laughs> I didn't have a, a phone in your hand constantly. And people, people like, um, you know, That's they crazy. talk about it that and they make it like it's a positive thing. Like, oh, you got to you got to multitask and you got to grind. Like, no, dude, I got to rest and recharge because if right. I don't, I'm not going to be at my top, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, there's there's mixed messages. Yeah, there you go. Grind, that's grind, grind. Like, all right, if that's working for you, that's great. Grind right. it out. Yes, yes. Yeah. You got to be careful who you listen to. It's not yeah, even. Yeah. Oh yeah, I you like know? to listen to it all though because then I'm like, I just I I'm I'm always that guy with the unpopular opinion anyway. So I'm like, I listen to people and they're like, oh, listen to this guy and he's talking about yeah, this is the seven steps to be a millionaire. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Uh, give me, give me the, give me the steps to be happy to find some joy in my weeks. I mean, right. come on, dude, take now, a million. I'll, in, I'll, you I'll, know? I'll trade the seven steps to being a million. Exactly. Like, yeah. Give me like two to three steps for being mildly content. <laughs> <laughs> right? In a heartbeat, I would take that. <laughs> give me some consistent, mild contentment. Yep. And I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. Fine. I'd be the fastest that. hand. I'd be the fastest Good. hand. I'll like sign up. Like, what do you want? How much do you want for that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Content. That's a word. Right? Yeah. So add, yeah. I, I was just talking to my friend uh, this week, and I and I, I, didn't, I didn't realize it. I've been so, I don't know if you guys have ever had panic attacks. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. these weird things back in the day. I got what I think were more... I don't know, this is semantics, maybe anxiety attacks. It was a dread thing. Very yep. weird that now, and this is recent, man. I think for the first time I got that thing where you, your heart, you can feel your heart, not like an emotional thing, like physically pounding. Yeah. Dude, I've ended up in the ER twice in the last yeah, three, like, in the last three years thinking I was having a heart attack and I had a panic attack. Wow. Yeah. And I'm worried. I'm a little worrying about it. Of course, you know, this is tricky because it doesn't help, but I'm like, what is that? I'm sitting here and I'm feeling that and I'm like, and it's not so bad, right? I'm not thinking I have a heart attack, but you know, the thing is, it's like, all right, so chances are this stuff, a panic attack, or like it's probably always going to be with me some. Like I yep. hope I'm wrong, but like I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, all right, there's going to be some shitty days and sometimes I'm going to have a little panic attack and sometimes I'll be overwhelmed, you know? And I think there's some... For me, there's some value or something positive about being okay with that. And I think Absolutely. not fighting it. And I don't know where to draw the line, but fighting it is tiring and I don't even know if it helps. No, I think it makes it I mean, I think it makes it worse. That's my personal yeah. Because you're fighting against what, you know, it's almost that radical acceptance. You know what I mean? It's like, 
it's that old saying, it is what it is. Like you got to accept the facts. You know what I mean? Because I mean, if yeah. you fight against it, it's like you're suffering twice. You're fu- you're already suffering because of what what's going on. And then now you're suffering because why is it like this? And like, it shouldn't be like this. And you know, all these different thoughts in your Pretty head much, swirling yeah. around. I, mean, I still talk to my doctor. I'm like, Hey, maybe we should, but I do things as best I can so that I don't feel like shit. Right. That's kind of a human thing. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like shit. Sometimes you gotta feel like shit, though. I guess, like, like the old suicidal tendency song. Man. Sometimes I, I feel like shit. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like shit, but it's okay to feel like shit. And I need the uh, melody. Uh, I'd rather be. It. I'd rather be full of shit than. Then, or no, I, well, yeah, I'd rather feel like shit than be full, be of, full shit. of shit. Right. I right. probably recognize the song, but I don't know the lyrics. I'm more of the song guy than the lyrics guy. You okay. know those people? Oh uh, yeah, yep, I, yep. I'm not one of them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think <laughs> hardcore music guys like you typically are both or lyrics. I'm like, I don't know what they're saying, but I love this music. What is like? What is? Is there like? What is something that you didn't know before you started Suicide Noted that you've really come to know about hmm. people in pain? What is? Nice. is what is something? Hmm. Will's asking questions. He is. That's Sorry, a good one. We are not here for softball. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so let me think about that because uh, some stuff, this isn't really answering it. I'll get there. It's probably a delaying tactic. tactic. Some stuff was like, I thought this and oh, I, I think I was right. You know, like, oh, Hopefully, yeah, I think I was right. Um, one thing that has become clearer or one of the things, I think maybe I was reminded of how much fight people have in them. So when I hear somebody's been tr- tr- try to end their lives, I'm so glad and my brain goes more to this than it used to. Oh, it's not that you stop fighting. It's like, my, my mind now goes to, they are fighting. Like, that <laughs> Not, I, and I think some people kind of make, it's the opposite. They quit or they gave up or blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm thinking, no, spend, spend a week in, in, their, in their shoes, a day in their shoes. I think you would see how hard they're fucking fighting to not do what they is might be happening. So I don't know if that answered your question, Will, but that, if nothing else, has become super clear. Dude, how hard a, people are fighting. That's a perfect insight, though, man. That's mm, exactly yeah, what I yeah. was looking for. I just wanted to see what, what it was that you've learned out of all these conversations. That's one of those things, yeah. Um, Actually, I've, I've also learned that a lot of people don't know how to use Zoom, but that's not probably what you want to hear. <laughs> I mean, I, I learned people don't know much about audio. Uh, <laughs> no, um, that, that yeah. And, and you know what else? It's still really hard for me to get guests. So what I've learned again is, uh, yeah, people don't talk about it. Some we're changing that. We're trying to yeah. change that. We're changing Definitely. that. Definitely. I, I want to talk too. It's so. hard for people to talk about it. And, you know, look. I say in the intro, I don't know how I came up with my intro, but it's millions, plural, around the world, attempt, fact, proven, attempt every year. Yeah, I know the statistics. A lot of them speak English and a lot of them have Wi-Fi. It doesn't mean they've heard my show, but I make it very hopefully inviting. And you know what? 
I'm on episode 30. Great. Got a couple more people lined up for the next couple of weeks. Great. I still have to hustle. <laughs> and that might always be the case. Uh, so what's going on? I wonder. Like people just, it's, yeah. I don't I'll know. Be honest, I'll be honest with you. When we first started this, like, like, and unfortunately, we, we saw the high profile deaths in a pretty short amount of time. I mean, it started for me, like when Robin Williams died, Yeah, that was but the crazy. biggest, the biggest one was Chris Cornell for me. Well, Chris Cornell was, was devastating. I mean, yeah, it was devastating. Musicians in the last couple of years. Yeah. Chester Bennington right yeah. after him. Um, but Anthony Bourdain, Kate Spade yeah. with yeah, those are big names, big names, but you, I started when we first started this and we're, and we're close to 90 episodes at this point. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. Great. And it's great. not all interviews. So it's us talking too, but what I, but the thing is, is that I kind of thought that there was a lot more people that were more open mm -hmm. and I'm starting to find that. Then I say this to Tim all the time, the older I get, the more I think I know, the less mm -hmm. I know about anything. Right. It's all new to me. Like I have that beginner's mind again because yeah. nothing seems to like all these, all these things that I thought were, were, aren't like I've been living. I must be living in my own fucking bubble or something. <laughs> so what are you, are you saying that, that you would, you were thinking it would be easier to find people to open up and you're just not right about that. I just, I thought that more people were open to the conversation because it's because if you look at me if you look at social media and i know tim said this on your podcast you see all these people posting memes and pictures about you know i i live with this i live with that yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. to become a it seems to have become like this social media frenzy of people uh, that have come out of the woodwork to say oh i got this but yet i don't see the i don't necessarily see the community work behind what they're doing and, and stuff. And that's just maybe because I'm not looking deep enough. Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I well, know. I uh, sorry. Sorry. I no, think no. it's, I just, I just feel like I feel, I feel very strongly that it, with, with, with mental health in, in general, but like with the world, the mm. way the world's headed is we are at least here in this country, we are so reactive and not proactive. Yeah. That, that's, for me, that's that's the problem with yeah. a lot of it because that's that type of thinking. It's like people go on there the to you know social media and you see people in this mental health community, like we're all in this community and they're arguing against each other to see who has who's more depressed and like you don't know what I'm talking about because I've got trauma. Well, you don't it's like it's 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 just sad it's sad man because it's like this it's supposed to be a community like let's yeah let's let's be proactive and see what worked for you cool i never heard that thanks for sharing yeah. let me share what worked for me you know you and then we can move move forward those groups need a certain type of i don't know if the word's leader um yeah they do often devolve and I don't know if it's a reflection of our, you know, sort of larger culture. I, I don't want to romanticize the past again. I, it was probably the same way back then. They just didn't have Facebook or Instagram. Well, I think social media is definitely social media is definitely amped up this thing it's where exacerbate. everybody's got to be a star now, and everybody's got to have these perfect yeah. selfies. And even and I and like you know, you see these people who are and and granted, look, man, I haven't traveled in your shoes because I don't know. And everybody struggles with things differently because yeah. you would look at me at times and be like, how the fuck can he be depressed? Right. But I get up and sing in front of people and I'm still in fucking pain. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't 
take away my pain. It's just, right. I, I'm able to, I'm able to put it on the side for a little yeah. while. You yeah. know what I mean? So sure. I, I don't, I'm not trying to judge anybody, but it does just seem like, like, especially after there's a high profile suicide that people come out and it's just like all of a sudden, like they're sure. bandwagon jumping in a way. Mm. And, and, and I, and I don't, and just in certain instances, in certain yeah. instances, cause you can really tell the people who really want to make the difference. Yeah. 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 And like listening to your show, you can tell that you're genuine, you genuinely have that connection part. And that's, and that's the thing I don't I'm, think that everybody gets. Mm, yeah. I, I, you know what, I don't know what the hell is out there because when we talk about, especially social media, like, I don't like it, I don't even know what the hell I know what it is, but there's people <laughs> there posting shit. Like it's not even a community. I get it. Like a particular group is a kind of community. Um, I'm, I'm, I've gotten really good. I think at staying in my lane and I know what I do and I know what I do well, or I'm trying to do better. I know why I'm doing it. A lot of those things are very clear for me. So uh, it makes it easier. You know, That's I, awesome. it's a bit of a, what? That's awesome. I just, now I'm sorry. I had to cut it. I'm like, no, no, I just, and well I'm, said, and I just do it. And the, you know, like you guys know, especially when you're interviewing people, I, I assume the other work you're involved in, like, you know, look, I'm talking to somebody, they want to share and they are sharing. And whether they say it or not, you know, that there's something that they're getting, like they just, they need to get it out. I'm done. I'm good after my day's great after that. Right. <laughs> I, I, I love it. And I mean, again, just to be clear, I'm not happy that people are in pain, but it's like a veterinarian, right? They don't want to see dogs die, they don't, but they know they need to be there. Um, maybe a shitty, terrible analogy, but look, people are in pain, man. If I can give you a fucking ounce, a, 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 a kernel of relief, great. If other people can hear it and feel a tiny bit better, or maybe even a tiny bit less alone, man, I'm good. I got seriously, but I'm good. Like I feel good about it and I don't feel good about a lot of things. So good. Right. That's, I think that's all. Awesome. I think Will and I are definitely on that same, yeah. same track, man. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, you say it in, in a lot of your talks that people are dying to be heard. I was, I was just going to say that, like, that's the one, that's the one quote of Sean that that's I know is yeah. people it's are so dying true. to be heard. And then, yeah, it's, you know, Will always says it, you know, it's like, yeah, we need to hold space for people. Like that's, you know, like sometimes I'll get like, uh, you know, frantic or like, maybe we should do this. And, do and he's like, you're almost like you're overthinking it. Like we all we're holding space. So we're okay. doing it, you know? And so, I, yeah. And I hear a lot of people agree with that. And I think, well, I don't know exactly what you're, you know, what's going on, but I don't know if people are full of shit, some of them <laughs> and say that and they don't do it, or they just know it's important, but don't know how to do it or can't get out of their own way. I, I want to give you a specific example. I had a friend of mine, older woman. She messages me. She says, I've got a friend who's suicidal, young lady. And I said, hang on. Let, let's be clear here. I, I'm not, I'm only who I am. So just understand, like, I don't have the answers. What should I do? I said, I don't know. What are you doing? What's, wh what are you doing now? She tells me, I said, okay, what do you think you should do? I don't know. I'm asking, I don't like guys, I'm just right. But here's what I said. I got one. The only thing I'll tell you is this. And I know her well, so I can speak to her this way. I said, what I need you to do is to shut the fuck up. And, <laughs> and so, so, and it was, I love the way the conversation went though. Cause she said, 
all right, fine. But it's not like, I, I mean, I, we're at dinner. I still have to say something. I said, no, 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 no. Don't worry about what you need to say. And I got, I know, I mean, I'm sounding too, I'm very maybe arrogant. If you have, if, if you shut up, I promise you, you you're going to figure it out. And if you don't, I will have my phone with me. You call me and we'll find the words together. She didn't call. She doesn't need to call nine times out of 10. Not always. What that person needs is for you to just be there. And it's and people will be like, oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, shut up, motherfucker. <laughs> because you're not in your head and you're not doing it. Don't ask me what you need to say. Stop saying stuff. And until you try it and go nine or 10 seconds longer than you think is comfortable, do that. Then let me know, man, I don't know what to say. My phone is right here. Here's my phone number. I will not turn my phone off. I want to give that invitation to everybody who ever hears that. I will give you my phone number. Stop talking. Give it, make it. So I want you to stop so long that it's uncomfortable. You've never had such a long space between exchanges, right? In a conversation. See what happens. That's all I've got. That's it. That was not, that was unsolicited, but man, I feel strongly about that guys. Dude, that is the biggest piece of advice that I've ever heard for anybody because we, awesome. we, we do get caught up in that. Cause we're always like, you know, in, in work, re, in work conversations, you're always yeah. trying to plan what you're going to say in rebuttal. And it's yeah. like, people really just need to be heard. Yeah, that's right. And people get paid a lot. My, I have people in my life, family, friends, they get paid a lot of money for having the right things to say and the right solutions and the right this and the right that. Like, that's their job. They're like some fucking publisher or something and they're getting paid $200,000 a year. They need to be able to say shit. But that doesn't typically work when someone's in a lot of pain. They probably don't need that from you. No, and they probably don't. They probably don't hear it anyway. Right. Because I, I couldn't I and Tim knows this. Like when you're in when you're in the darkness, mm -hmm. you don't hear anything. Right. You're just looking for the door, the switch to turn the light out. You're just looking for something, maybe, unless you're in the middle of the room piled over in a heap crying. Sure. sure. Is that because that happens too? Yeah, absolutely. You can't you can't I think of it as like a lot of people approach it as this sort of as long as like as long as I can talk, as long as you go see a doctor, as long as you take your meds, as long as it's like, mm, not, this isn't easy. I, I don't have a kid. I can't imagine me having a kid and I'm struggling. And I probably would be really hard for me to just hold space. I, I probably be flipping out. Hey. Go to a doctor. Let's get meds. I do all the things I say maybe aren't the best things to do, but Hey, you know, well, I think maybe, uh, I think maybe hold, you know, either hold the space or just try to have a, a, a conversation, maybe ask a few questions. And then after that, kind of after that section, maybe then move on to the, yeah. all right, let's, let's maybe get some meds or, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I, I and look, each situation is different. Sure. The, the history of the relationship is different. The conditions are different. I always think there's no harm in asking for permission. Hey, I've got this idea. It worked for me. It may not work for you, but if you want to hear it, I'd love to share it with you. Yes. Great. No. Okay. What else can we, let's, okay. Let's go for a walk. You know what I mean? Like there's Absolutely. no harm in asking permission. 
No, that's a good, that's, that's a good one. It's not going to backfire. People, people react so strongly. I'm like, yes, if somebody literally has a gun in their hand or they're on the edge of a bridge, you probably can approach that somewhat differently. I, I don't really know how to do that. Though the guy that saved all the lives on the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know that's what? That's what he I, did, though. But that's I what met, he did. I met this dude. We had this conversation. I went on the same rant I'm going with you guys. He's like, <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, I, oh, I, even when they're on the edge, he's like, what else do you think I'm going to do? I'm not fucking plastic man or elastic man. I can't go and grab them. Right. Yeah, they want to be heard and there's no guarantees they're not going to jump. And sometimes they jumped. And I did what I could to hear them. And a lot of times that did make the difference, at least then. And it's actually so, proven. It's actually proven because I'm, I'm on the board for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Capital Region Chapter. And it's mm. actually proven that asking someone if they are, are thinking about killing themselves or hurting themselves is actually not is actually a good thing because it yep. gets them to think about it for a minute because it's right. It reduces the them. urges. It reduces the urges because they know that, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, and that's, and that's one of the biggest things that you can give somebody is the fact that, look, I know what you're going through, man. I I've been there. Right. Like, and that's, and he yeah, also, no, that, that guy told a story on a podcast that I heard recently and he that, even oh, said about his day. struggles. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. She's really good. She's really good. Yeah, it yeah. was great. And I heard that podcast and I, I was walking, I was doing my everyday he's walk good. at lunch and I cried. I was yeah. just like, I couldn't that. He's a like, really, I, I, I never drop names. I just happened to meet him earlier this year. He's a super nice dude. He's so real. He's the real wow. deal. That's and awesome. I love, he's very humble. He's like, I don't have it all figured out at all, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to help people out. And I, and I just picked up a few things and I try to do them. And that, that, I love that humility, you know? Yeah. We're talking about fucking pain and death sometimes. Like, don't, this is some real shit. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been, a, I've, I've been a, I was a crisis counselor, crisis text line. And text is a little different than a phone, right? It's a little different dynamic because it's almost like a built-in pause, which can be really good. It's for a lot of people typically who are younger because it's text and old guys like us are probably less likely to use that. What am I going to call, right? Um, and we have to ask those questions always, the imminent risk questions. Are you thinking of ending your life? And if so, you know, you have the ladder up questions. Yep. Do you have a means, a plan, right? Almost, we. it's very rare that somebody answers yes to all of them. And if they do, we have a legal obligation to... to flag it and it goes somewhere else. And you know, I don't know what happens after that. But my point is well over 99% of the people, let's assume most of them are being honest. They're not imminent risk. And I always wonder why are they reaching out? It's a crisis text hotline. It's a crisis hotline. You're reaching out. I'm glad to be able to be on the other end of that. Why? Why? Well, because they don't have anyone to talk to. Or text to. I mean, I'd, I'd rather it be talking, but it is what it is. Um, they're not usually actively planning to end their lives. They're fucking lonely. Confused. They want to be heard. They want to be heard. They want the and And these are things that people, most of us, perhaps with the exception, legitimately of someone like a neurological condition, you can do this. And it's not, a, I, you can do this. You, and I just wonder how we bridge that gap, you know, of, I don't know, like, 
you, you can do it. Gotta, gotta <laughs> want to do it. You can do it. It's a little bit, it's not that hard. A lot of things are hard. Running a marathon is hard. Um, learning piano, which I'm trying to do, and I know you guys are musicians, for me, really hard. Um, not talking. Hard instrument. Yeah, right. Uh, not talking, it's not that hard. Shutting the fuck up is the way I say it. And you did allow me to <laughs> on the podcast. Not that hard. You can do it. That's all you I know got. What I, you know what I wanted to ask, Sean? Is it it kind of I it kind of was piggybacking off of Will's question. Um, since you started uh suicide noted, did you was there something that you were almost like you had your view on before? Um it was kind of set, you were like, This is I feel strongly about this, and then now after 30 episodes into Suicide Noted, mm. has has that change has that view changed? I don't really think so. And I don't know if that makes me a jerk. No, no, not at all. I'm just, it's, or, it doesn't, it's, it's I think neither. what might be happening is that I wonder, am I doing it in a way where I'm just doing it in a way so that everything I already feel is validated or confirmed? I worry about that. Um, sure. So that's a possibility that we you have to be aware of. It's, uh, to be really straight with you guys, and I'm, and I'm doing that, there's a lot, there's part of me where, I, to be honest with you, it's like, I told you so, motherfuckers. I told you. <laughs> There's a part of me that's like, I knew I could do this shit and do it pretty well. I really <laughs> a part of that. And I'm all, nice. I, I don't want to be a dick about it, but I want to celebrate it and be like, good for you, Sean. Like, you know, I'm Nothing here with that. editing for four hours. You know what it's like. You know, like, it's okay to be like, Will yeah, does. you're doing it, Mova. So when I say on the podcast, um, in my intro, I always say this, something like, whatever, how, however many countries my podcast host tells me that I've been heard in. I'm not doing it for an ego thing. I, I'm so happy that people in different countries hear it, but I'm lying to myself a little bit because there's like a little bit of ego in that. Oh, how can I'm you like, not? I, you, I, dude. Look, there's there's a little bit of ego in helping people because mm -hmm. you there's there because it doesn't, you don't just wake up one day and you're a helper. You, right. you have to go through some shit yeah, and yeah, you have usually, to see some shit. Usually. Yeah. And you, you know, you want to help people, but of course there's a little bit of ego because you want to think that you're helping somebody. You do. Right. You do. And there's nothing I mean, wrong with that. There's all, there's, there's all, nothing there's, wrong with that. There's ego and altruism. There just has to be because how else would it start? You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, yeah. I, what is your motivation? And often it's from a place of like, I've lived in this thing and I want to do something with it. Cause if I don't do something with it, man, I don't know. So yeah, like I'm doing something with it. So that's something positive. Absolutely. Right. That's right. a good thing. That's a good thing. And I, I'd like to believe for the most part, I've got ego stuff in check. I show up, I do it, man. So, um, Hey, people all listen, we can ask for feedback's been good. So no one, I, I maybe they haven't, reached out and said it, they, no one's ever been like, yeah, you're a dick. Or, <laughs> you know, you sound like an arrogant asshole. Like maybe people have thought it, but no one said that. Mostly it's like, thanks. I'm, uh, guys, I've gotten, a, I, you, I, I assume you've gotten something like this in the past too. I've gotten a couple emails recently that are just jaw droppingly wow. Like just, 
you know, I mean, just I, I, I I'm, I'm, that's I'm good. Hesitant to be d- detailed, but it's like, wow, your your podcast is really making a difference. That's so, awesome. So yeah, we've heard we've heard a little bit of that. Yeah, too, for sure. Yeah, and it's like, wow, thank you for listening, and thank you for taking the time to reach out and craft this thing and actually send it, not just think it, because it really right. is like. That's sh- I didn't need it, but man, if I if I did need it, that'll last me months. Nice, good. For me, it always goes back to I'm never good enough. Mm. Like there's a self worth thing that yeah. a lot of this plays into because sure. I want to know that I'm helping somebody, but I also, in my own mind, I get caught up in this. I can't help fucking anybody. I can't even help myself sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still feel that way after doing this 90 shares? Uh, in, in some ways I do. Yeah. In some ways I do. In some ways I'm still the five-year-old kid behind the dining room table. God. And did he have hair? Yeah, he had hair. <laughs> okay. But he had glasses at that point though. Okay. Too. All right. Um, so it's been some time with the glasses. You've had that thing going on for a while. Oh uh, yeah. For 44 years, man. Yeah? I'm 48 years old. Yeah. I've been wearing glasses since I was four years old. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, it's a good look, though. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> Slightly awkward transition. That's all right. <laughs> this, is what, this is what happens when three dudes get together. You know, we talk juggle about buddies glasses. Juggle buddies, yeah. That's, That's right. Man. It's all good. I, I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who I am, mostly. I mean, I'm cool with being complimentary to dudes. It's fine. And, you know, I think that's what it's about is just not necessarily being complimentary, but just being open with each sure. other and, and having these, you know what I mean? Having these conversations and, yeah. you know, you don't have to, you know, we don't have to be talking sports or, you know, drinking yeah. beers together. We can, we can chill out and talk real and, and raw and open. When, you know? when was, um, for you, actually, I probably asked you this, Tim, and I'm probably going to go a little bit into interviewing mode so you can cut me off, but, uh, <laughs> Like you weren't always that way though. It took you a long time to get that a long time. Sounds like a bit of a judgment. It took you a while to get there. No, you can, that's fine. It's a long time. Yeah, no. Um, a while I I'm still not really even there to be yeah, honest yeah. with you. You know, it's, it's usually, you know, when we're, if it's a men, if it's a mental health conversation, you know what I mean? I'm usually like pretty much right. there all in, right. but, um, otherwise, you know, I need, I, I need to like, um, you know, dip the toe in the water first yeah. a little bit for sure right like a, a thing like this you, you'll talk you'll share yeah it's like a sort yeah. of general conversation with your sister-in-law and it doesn't come up it's like are you really gonna I yeah no. talking about dude so it would be a dude but yeah it's not as quick to uh you're not as quick yeah yeah like but it's all it, go ahead. ahead no i was just saying we were saying earlier there are reasons why you're that way Outside of how you were raised and your DNA, like our culture, I mean, our culture does not do a particularly good job of creating space, particularly for boys. (laughs) No, not at all. I totally get why dudes would be like, nah, I'm just going to, you know, go fuck her and high five. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm thinking more about like college, but you know what I mean? Like even you get twenties and thirties, it becomes maybe a little bit more about money or status or whatever the things are. Sports are a common thing, ho- certain hobbies, but like what will, and you ask me, how are you really doing? That's not a question we talk about too often. Right. Like, we, need for- to, we need to make it part of the conversation. 
Yeah, but that's yeah. why you do this, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. That's the that's the main reason we did. And and I wasn't always asking that. I I got really into uh, a book called Reboot by Jerry Kalana. Reboot. Reboot. Yeah. And um, that's where he he kind of brought that how are you up to me mm. in, in that book? Because he's like, how are you really? Because mm. we don't, a lot of times we'll ask what's wrong with you. It's all about the language that we're using. It's to a speak big to part people, of it. Man. You're right. And it's not typically, maybe people aren't intentional about it, but it's not accidental. Language reflects real shit. Yes, it does. It reflects a culture and the, their, what they tend to prefer or it. Yeah. That's a good example. What's wrong with you? Right. What instead of what's wrong with you, what happened to you? Mm. Because what's wrong with you is kind of off-putting because it's almost making, sure. it's implying that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. Where we're normalizing things and saying that what happened to you is puts it on a whole different level. And that's why that, how yeah. are you is, is a real way to say, how are you really? Because yeah. we all say we're fine. We're fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. That's what we all yeah. are, really. But <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, look, how are you in a very casual, colloquial use of the word might be the same three words, but functionally, we use it differently. It's weird that we have the same exact three words in the same exact order of how are you in the street versus how are you, you know, my husband. Um this is like a different function. I don't expect someone who I don't know very well at the dentist's office to ask that question and, and wait for my answer and really care. I don't, I understand that. But yeah, we don't, it's just weird to me that we actually don't have a different way of asking the question. How are you, Will, is the same as, hey, Will, how are you? It's the same three fucking words. <laughs> That's funny. Why as a language do we not have a different way of expressing that that to me reflects something that we're not taking it that seriously, maybe. I don't know. And I don't think we all do take it that seriously. And I don't think, and I think getting to your point, I don't think most people give a fuck about yes. how you really are. It's more of a, you know, it's more of that colloquial way of putting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it's not necessarily, they don't care about your problems necessarily because they right. got their own. Sure. Do you ever, do you ever do this? It's kind of a fun, slightly dickish sociological <laughs> experiment where like, Someone you know, but not so well, but maybe you see them like at a meeting or whatever, like a whatever a class and like, hey, how you doing? And you answer honestly. It's really awkward. Yes. I've done I that have. a few times. I've done like that. yesterday. I was actually at a dance class, which is probably going to get canceled because in North Carolina, they're going back. We're going back to more of a lockdown thing. She's like a friend of mine. She's cool. Not friend, but uh, how you doing? And I said to her, you might need to bleep this out. I don't know who your listeners are. I'm like. Um, today wasn't a very good day. And you could just see her face. She's like, I didn't sign up for this shit. And I, went, <laughs> and I, I was like, no, no, you asked. Here we go. I was like, I kind of felt like doing heroin, which by the way, I've never done. But I was like, you know, if there was going to be a day where I would finally do heroin, today felt like one of those days. I'm glad I didn't do it. And I don't think that, and, and she's just like, okay. You know, like, so I'm going to try that experiment. <laughs> It's a really interesting and potentially friendship ending experiment. Yeah, friendship ending, right? Yes, right. She won't be asking yeah. me much how I'm doing. <laughs> it happened to me once 
where it wasn't it wasn't a friendship though it was more like a acquaintance acquaintance that i see sometimes during the week yeah and and it was like you know how you doing and i was just like uh oh, not yeah. good i'm just feeling and they were like cool and they just kept cool. walking yep. cool. and i was like well wait a minute <laughs> did you yeah. hear me <laughs> i had this one recently someone was like how you doing good i was like that's not a question what <laughs> you're not asking me a question ask me a real question i'll give you an answer how you doing good where are you learning this? Like that's that, really weird. That's my that's my only option. Have, yeah. yeah, that's my that's my I only option good? for sure. Just want to just fill it in. You don't actually have to talk with me. But well, that's you know, again not a way to make friends, but it is a way to keep things perhaps unnecessarily authentic. But I will it's say though, that could open up a whole door to a conversation with somebody. Could because yeah. I've because I I I've learned really that. The more honest you are with somebody, it may off-put some people. Yeah, and and some people may just need to be off-put. I mean, in yeah. in all honesty, not everybody's going to like what you have to say, and not everybody's right. going to care. So you might as well just, as long as you respect people, as long as you're you try to be respectful of people and their yeah. culture and stuff, you just you be honest with them, and it opens up a whole new can open up a whole new dialogue that you never would have had. It could you're right? You're right. Yeah. Hey, Will, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. I'm curious how you got to be on the board of the, is it American? Foundation for Suicide Prevention? Yeah. So I started, when I came out of my darkness, yeah. um, I knew that I had a mandate put on my birth certificate that said I had to help somebody. Mm. So I did a little Google search. They came up in the Google. Um, we had a local, we have a local chapter. I reached out. I took a training and signed up to be a volunteer and I volunteered for some events for a couple of years. And I, I just, my director at the time loved me. And she asked me, she said, look, you would make a great board member. She's like, I think you should really consider it. And, and I'll be honest with you. I almost didn't. And I mm. told her, I told her straight out. I said, I, I love the fact that you have this much confidence in me, but I said, I don't have that kind of confidence. And she goes, what? And I was like, yeah, I just don't, but I, I, I took it. And as, as soon as I took that, she stepped down to take another job and, and stuff, but it's been a great thing for me. And this is my, I'll be, this is the end of my second year. And it's, do you think you've um, done a good job? Whatever you define, however you define that? Um, yes and no. I mean, it, it's challenging. Um, it's challenging because unfortunately my hands are in so much stuff. You know, I have family, I have a job, yeah. I have the podcast, I play music, yeah. and I have AFSP, and um, I'm also involved in our NAMI chapter here. You are? Also, yeah. Nice, um, nice. And uh, it's busy, but I've met a lot of cool people. I went to our mm -hmm. national conference in Denver before lockdown happened in January, um, and it was, it was a good experience. Um, I was still carrying around a lot of shit with me. It was a very heavy weekend. And I do find that as much as I'm in a lot better of a place, I still get, um, I still get uh, this heaviness about it. And I still struggle to maintain the balance of, of doing the work and being overwhelmed by it. Yeah. You feel like it's, yeah, it sounds like it's a lot. Like not, I don't know how much the actual work entails, but no, I mean, it's a like lot a of responsibility. Kind of thing. Yeah. And we're a working board, so we got to do events, raise money. 
Yeah. I, and I find, you know, and unfortunately, look, man, money without money, you can't research, can't no. do anything. So, no. and it, you got to weigh the balance of that. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I've had this conversation with friends about not wavering on messages that I have and someone who might hire me, which there aren't many out there, but they were there and they were starting to come in uh, of like, even NAMI, they had a, you know, you could speak with NAMI and I'm like, I, NAMI doesn't want me to speak. I'm too raw, dude. Like they don't, <laughs> like my main message for a long time, which I fortunately has been sort of organically has changed was I'm in the mental hospital at UNC two years ago. The only thing I used to talk about was that's one of the best hospitals in the state and it was a fucking nightmare. We've got a problem. When your best hospital is a nightmare and let me give you a very specific thing. I'm gonna be very detailed here. I'm not gonna be like, just it sucked. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Well, I don't think NAMI wants me on their stage with that particular message. So it's been tricky for me to be like, <laughs> all right, maybe you could tone it down or take a different angle and have the stage so people could hear you as opposed to you just screaming in your house. Well, there's a certain <laughs> there's a certain line that you have to walk. I know. Carrying well, the balance well, of corporation, you know, yeah. and or being your own guy and and still you you got to you know, well, you got to keep well, one foot I think, on your side. I, I think Sean and I need to get together. <laughs> so have you had these same things going on? Oh yeah, I've said yeah. I I just if you want to keep were, it real well, when you were when you were just saying it, I, I felt like I've said it on the podcast before. Like, like none of these places would ever give me the the time or space because I just like I'll go like I go right to the root. You know, at least what I think the root is. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not coming at it like oh I have the answers, but I'm like you yeah. know you, you know you making hats and writing hashtag you know this that is not fucking doing a damn thing. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's not. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean. So yeah. like, let's, let's get to the root problem and let's attack it and, yeah. and let's do it together. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't do this alone. You know, it's got, it's, it takes probably takes a ton of money to, and time to change things, but you know, you got to right. start and, somewhere. Yeah. Yep. 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 You have to, well, I, I started to really just better understand, Oh, like the world of speaking isn't just speaking. It's actually like an industry. And industries have rules and those rules are there. Yeah. For reasons, and if you want to get paid, if, yeah. You know, that's another big part of it. You don't have to get paid. You have maybe more options. But if you do want to get paid, because, you know, you do have to eat food, um, <laughs> then then you might need to make some some concessions. I mean, I, I wonder if anybody out there would hear my podcast and be like, yes, because I, I hope respectfully and ethically and carefully challenge some things that I think people are not okay with. I think it's very bizarre to never ask somebody who's tried to end their lives how they end try to end their life. I, I agree with you. I and don't understand why they wouldn't be. They need to talk about it. And I'm pretty sure nobody's getting on my podcast. We don't know. Oh, what was the exact formula? We don't do that. <laughs> but but this person tried to end their life. I want to hear how they ended their life. That's why they're on the podcast. People want to hear it. Nobody. I'm not giving anybody ideas. No, it doesn't. No, you're, you're, you're helping. You, you're not given the ideas. And I, and yeah. there's a lot of things that, and trust me, I don't, I haven't gotten paid by any of these organizations. However, these organizations have opened up doors for me. Yeah. 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 And that's, sure. and, and that's for me, like, I don't have a college degree. 
um, or anything like that. So I, I needed to find a way to make a difference. Sure. So these organizations were are a great starting point yeah. for me. Yeah. And, you know, going forward, you know, who knows what my future is, man. Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody knows if tomorrow is coming yet. You know what I mean? Until you yeah. wake up the next day and throw your feet on the floor and say, motherfucker, I'm here. Woo! But the thing is, uh, I, again, I, I hate the cliches, but 90 episodes is what, a year or two? Uh, almost two. It'll be two years in June. You know, the thing is, you do the work. Call it work. I'm calling it work, whether you're getting paid or not. You do oh, it is work. work. And things happen not always and i realize if i I'm, I'm i'm imagining i'm assuming perhaps incorrectly if nothing else happened for you guys other than creating a space to talk about this it would probably be enough for you mm -hmm. but i also think you do the work and you do it with the intention you have it and good shit will happen absolutely then it will it will like because it's it just that's how it works that's right man <laughs> it's the universal law you give you reap like i'm not saying you're gonna get hair back well no, that's not, that's not <laughs> the case. All of a sudden going to be like this. I'm not saying that your life is so radically changing that. No, um, what I am saying is eventually people start to hear it and get a little attraction uh, in certain worlds, in certain circles. It's another Dude, hair. I'd be happy just growing another half an inch, dude. I'm like five, three and three quarters. Like I'm a oh. short motherfucker, man. I like, that I'd be happy. A lot of the anger right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, call me an angry elf one more time. Black Sabbath on the shirt, playing some hard. <laughs> so, are you like? Because I remember Tim said he, he he gravitates to some of the harder music, harder rock. I love everything, but yeah. yes, I am a metal kid. I, I metal was the thing that I always gravitated towards. But yeah. I've always listened to everything, yeah. and my musical tastes literally have always encompassed everything. What do you play I, typically? Uh, I, I actually play when I'm playing solo, I play solo acoustic stuff. So I play a lot of pop rock and stuff. Like even my stuff is my original stuff is, is poppier Poppy. and stuff. But Tim and I were in a band together, uh, for about a year. Uh, mm. that was a stonerish kind of sludgy band. And, and you uh, were guitar? No, I played bass and sang. Oh, and Tim and you, what were you? Drums. Oh, yeah, that's Timmy. See, yeah, Timmy that's, doesn't. Uh, everything. I, now I. <laughs> dude, Timmy. Timmy doesn't want to talk. Timmy doesn't want to talk about his history, man. I keep trying to get him to talk about his history in music, but it's it's a sore. Yeah, that's, yeah. sore subject for him. Yeah, I was in a band in the '90s called Freak Nation. We put out a record, got played on yeah. the radio. I thought I was going to be nice. a fucking rock star. And how many people out there do you think? Not that this makes you feel any better about it. I I'm, probably doesn't, but. How many people out there were like really into music, had a little traction, had a little following, uh, and they had that dream. And it was like oh. moving in that direction, but it didn't work. Dude, it's just like being a baseball player or anything. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. that dream of getting off the sandlot. You know what I mean? You have the dream of getting out of the mind. And you tasted it, though. That's what. Oh, tough. I take. Yeah, but I didn't taste it like Tim tasted it. Tim tasted it a little bit more. <laughs> uh, Tim, you had a thing going? Well, yeah, a while ago, yes. Um, back in like <laughs> 90, 94, five, yeah. around there. Yeah. We were both yeah. playing around this area at the same time. We were just in different, different types of bands, man. I always wonder what would have happened if I, I'm not particularly musical, uh, but you never know, right? Like someone puts a drumstick in your hand when you're a drumstick. Can I say that? That's right. Yeah. And like when you're six, you don't know what would have might've happened. It just didn't happen. But I always wonder like, ah, there's something about that world 
uh, and music and collaborating. That's so powerful. And I wonder, you know, it is what it is. It is, you know, but um, piano. I was told piano is probably the easiest thing, uh, not guitar. But let me tell you guys, uh, not so easy. Yeah, it's not an easy <laughs> instrument to play, man. You got to. Is it not? No. no, I don't think any of them are really. Well, like, Will, what would you say? Uh, guitar. It, it's just down to two instruments. Here we go. Right. It's it's keyboard, piano, whatever, or guitar. What do I do? Uh, dude, you're better off sticking with the piano. I, I wish yeah. I had played piano because I would have a different way of looking at music. Guitar okay. is guitar is great, but I'm not fucking Steve I. You know what I mean? I, I'm yeah. just I'm not Eddie Van Halen. You know what I mean? I, I I can't get beyond the pain of the fingers. Yeah, right. That's all I have. Like I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. want it badly enough. But well, the next I time you think about the pain of your fingers, think about all the emotional pain you've been in. Yes. You know what I mean? So kind of equated to that, man. You know, I have, I, I have to say sometimes when I, I, I noticed I was getting into the piano. Uh, I know we're getting a little off subject here, but I want to share this. I was doing, I was smoking some CBD, which was really good for me. Really helpful. Okay. I would be able to chill out and practice my piano. I had a good app, whatever. Old school guys would probably roll their eyes at that, but whatever, right? <laughs> you know what happened though once in a while? I would put my fingers on the keys and make a, a familiar sound. And it was like magic. And dude, it's a universal language. Yeah, it was like, I would make a, a song, whatever song it was, like a, not an original, like a song, whatever, Billy Joel or whoever, right? And I couldn't believe that I was able to do that, man. It was like a drug. It was incredible. And that's so basic. It was <laughs> and dude, I see the look on your face. It's awesome. Oh, I was just like... And I would just do it for a long time. It's how you get better. I don't know. It just, it was, it was kind of fun. Anyway. So we always wrap up the podcast with three questions. Sure. And um, one, two of them are semi-serious, uh, kind of serious. And the one in the middle is sort of not serious, just to lighten up the mood. So Timmy, yeah. take it away, buddy. Do you have a favorite or least favorite word? My least favorite word is probably the word should i fucking hate it don't use that okay. word with me please <laughs> duly noted sean duly noted i mean i, I i'm in a forgiving mood it's fine it's your podcast <laughs> i don't know if i have a favorite word right now it's probably tuna fish because i'm hungry okay all right i'm That's not fair. looking for her, but hey <laughs> so uh cat dog or other i'll go dog dog a no-brainer yeah yeah do you have any pets right now no nope i and i and i would love a dog or two but i just worry about my sanity because they take a lot of work and i wouldn't want to be like not the right person for them but yeah ooh, you know like a boxer sure <laughs> it's size dog muscular little wrestling man <laughs> you know what i mean yeah absolutely great that would be great but not right now so, Sean, if, if there was one thing or something mm -hmm. that you could do for mental health as a whole, mm -hmm. what would it be? Like, what would you do? What would you like to see done kind of thing, if, that, if any of that makes sense? Hmm. Hmm. I would like the conversations around mental health 
to be a little bit more authentic. And I would like for us to treat people who are in pain, not like children, but like adults, presumably who are in pain, but can take care of, like you can ask people stuff. Tim's a big boy. Will's a big boy. We can talk about shit. We don't have to candy coat it. You're going to be fine. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yes, are there a tiny percentage of people that maybe need to be delicately held? Sure. And I'm not trying to be abrasive or rude about that. Most of us can have these conversations. It's okay. Just do it as best you can. Ask the questions. And then shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love it. With that, that, that was the perfect way to end this. Yeah, that was the best that ending ever it, right man. there. Dude, hang out, for, hang out for a minute, would you? Yes, sure. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be right back. Hang on one second. Tim, Tim, that was awesome. So, so with that being said, shut the fuck up. We're going to shut the fuck up and say thank you very much for listening to Above Ground Podcast. I want to thank Sean Wellington. It was awesome. Thank you, and, Sean. Yes. And we'll catch you. We'll catch you next week. So until next week, be well. Be safe. Be above. above.